You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Well, good morning to you. Happy Monday. Great way to start the week. Oh, it's beautiful, isn't it? How are you? I am very wet. How are you? Yeah, a little of the same. <laughs> but it's quite refreshing, actually. Forget your umbrella this morning. Yeah, just just a couple. I don't know why I'm in sandals. I don't know what the brain process was this morning. But hey, I'm here. I'm excited to be here. And we'll be the sunshine you need, Bayside, to start your working week. We're going to brighten up the start of your week, that's for sure. Yeah, because Mother Nature just clearly has decided not to show up this morning, and that's fine. We're doing something different today. We'll get to that a little bit later on. But first, let's get into our breakfast banger. Five minutes past seven. There's a little bit of rain out there, it's fair to say. A little bit. It's a bit loud overnight. A little bit. I, th- I think this song truly reflects it. Morning. Morning. One thing that we love to do at this time of the morning is catch up on the weekend. That we do. How is yours? Mine was incredibly uneventful, I'll be honest. Yeah, I look, yeah, Same. Same. Not lie. Just work the whole time. Mm. Yeah, I worked all day Saturday. I was meant to be in an eight-hour Zoom call on Sunday. Eight-hour Zoom call? But it got postponed. Right? So I thought I had Sunday off. Lucky for that. But then my work situation's changing a little bit. So I had to do online training, like modules. I know. So I did that on my Sunday, which was delightful. Great way to spend your Sunday. Oh, yeah. You know what? As I was doing it, I was like, where else would I want to be right now? Online module learning. Online module. (laughs) And it was that really funny, like, stock image. So they're like, this is Kevin. Kevin's this tall. Who would Kevin pick to help him carry a fridge? Definitely not me. <laughs> Poor Kevin, he's on his own. I'm not he's very asking helpful. on this team. Yeah, pretty much. Jack will help. the gym. Yeah, Jack will do it. <laughs> I love it. we just threw it on him. It's like, he'll help. He's great. So yeah, very chilled weekend for me. I watched quite a weird movie though. We'll get into that a little bit later. So it wasn't just me? <laughs> Did you too? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, we'll get I was going to talk about it too. Mm, wow. Mine's hot off the presses. Mine's just not, dropped yesterday. Mine's not off the pro- hot off the presses. Oh. It's yeah, old school. Very, very old school. But I'll get to that later on. All right. Well, how was your weekend, Bianco? Yeah, look, just as eventful as yours, really. It doesn't feel like the weekend anymore, does it? No. Like no. Monday is our weekend. But there are some positives today. What's that? Masks. <gasps> just, you know, as you feel. Really? 15 people, pick your favourites, guys. That's it. Yeah. Do you reckon everybody after this is going to get their own butler so they can check people in and out of their houses? What was the butler called in a nanny? Charles, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, I'd love one of them. We've got one. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. That's why he's in reception. Coffees, Jack. Coffees, please. Coffees now. <laughs> he forgot his little um, French maid outfit today, though. Yeah, that's disappointing. Is it disappointing? I don't know. You're into that kind of thing. No. Yeah, well, you might be. I don't don't know about you. You're going down that path. You were the one that suggested it. So. Oh, gosh. Anyway, I hope you guys had a better weekend than us. Let us know. 0404 000 736. I've got a big weekend coming up this weekend. Do you? Yeah. Why? I've got a bit going on. I've got a rush off on Friday. Ooh. Well, that sounds good. I've got a Vegas-themed birthday on Saturday night as well. Vegas theme. Vegas. Nice. Mm. Maybe I'll talk about that on Friday though. I need some ideas. I need some inspiration. (laughs) Note it down, Jack. Vegas. Noted. Viva. Let us know anyway what you got up to on your weekend. 0404 000 736. Hey, I I need to come out about something. Okay. (laughs) 
I'm a closet comforter. You're a what? I'm a closet comforter. I always keep something on me that makes me feel comfortable. Oh, that's very sweet. I want to know if you're the same. If you're a closet comforter, you just have always got to have something on you. And no, you, so you, you, <laughs> you mean something like sentimental well, or something that just like calms your emotions? Well, if you're sort of, you know, feeling a bit panicky or a little bit anxious occasionally, you just sort of reach into your pocket and feel it and you're okay. Something like that, of that I, calibre. I can honestly say I personally don't have that. You sure? I don't, okay. no. But clearly you do. Well, I do. But I'm sure I'm not the only one. Oh, absolutely not. And it's nothing too major. No. But I always feel better if I've got like a soft tissue in my pocket. What? Yeah. I know, it's a, it's a strange a one. A soft tissue. Can you define that for well, me? Well, just like tissues. Like okay. a couple of tissues, you know. Just one? I love the feel of like a soft tissue. I know, it's really strange, which is why I'm giving it the title Closet Comforter. Oh, I have so many questions. Okay, is it one tissue folded up? It's just a couple, you know, just reach into In a ball? I don't know. Or is it one that has to be perfectly folded? Do you want me to pull them out and show you? No, I don't. Particularly in this current climate, I don't want to see your tissues, thank you. (laughs) They're not like snotty tissues. It's just like, you know when you you might have every now and then occasionally woken up with a blood nose? Or you you have a runny nose for whatever reason. Could be because you put the wrong perfume on. I don't know. These things happen. Yeah. Only natural. But so if you're ever in a moment where your blood pressure is that little bit higher and we see you reach into your pocket, it's just to make sure you've got a little tissue. Well, it's that or I'm consuming mineral water. <laughs> One of the two. But that's not a closet comforter. No. Only that's, after 5pm beverages are. That's what I'm doing. Well, that might be your closet. Yeah, it is. It is. (laughs) I'm glad you're open about that. Thank you. So that's that's not really a closet thing. No, it's not. Yeah, that's really interesting. I know a lot of people who still have like blankets and stuff from when they were little and they're in like their late 20s now and that's still a thing that they do. That's the angle I thought you were going with with this. I had rumpy. Excuse me? I used to have rumpy. Rumpy. Rumpy was like a little. I can't remember. It was it Fisher and Paykel? I think it was. No, that's a dishwasher company. <laughs> no, no wonder you got to no. carry tissues around. No. Can't take your dishwasher with I'm you. I'm trying to think of the brand. Uh, it was a kid's Fisher brand. and Price. <laughs> that might have been it. Yeah, it was close. It was Fisher and something. I had a little toy, and it was like called Rumpy. I love that. It's cute. I called my toy Rumpy. I got rid of Rumpy a long time ago. Oh, though. see, I had a Ted and I called him Ted. Well, that's original. Yeah. I was a real creative genius back in the day. Real original yeah. by you. Here I am coming out about the fact that I've got tissues in my pocket. Yeah, I was going to say, coming from you, you mock Ted's name. You you go off about tissues. Yeah. A single soft tissue. But it's soothing. You put your hand and then you feel it and you're like, hmm. I feel a little bit better but, now. But hang on. Do you use the tissue or is it just knowing that the tissue's there that calms you? Look, if I really need to use it, I will and I'll dispose of it and replace it with fresh ones. What happens if you use the tissue? Does that then put you on edge because you don't have the tissue in your pocket? Do you do a mad dash down Southern Cross to go and get some new ones is if you're at too work? Many, too many questions for me at 20 minutes past <laughs> seven on a Monday morning. Hey, you brought it up. Thank you. Hey, we're asking the big questions already this morning. Always. What's your go-to comforter? Now we're going to be asking, 
And I'm asking the question on 0404 736. Let us know. Have you ever been catfished or have you been a catfish? No and no. Good. Thankfully. Yes, because it's pretty nasty out there on that online world. Unless, do you count a meagle? No, because you're not... A meagle's just a trolling thing. For people who don't know, you Skype essentially a completely random person from around the world. That used to be the place back in the day. Do you remember when Justin Bieber popped up on it? Yeah, but it was fake. (laughs) It was still funny. Anyway, a lady over in the United States, Bianco, has excitedly, as you would... In, announce her engagement. Oh, good for her. Exactly. And obviously people are like, wow, that's so exciting. Congratulations. How did you guys meet? And she's told quite the interesting story, Bianco. Was it through plenty of fish? No. Okay. What she's done, which is kind of better, is obviously dating apps, as you were saying. Thank God it wasn't through plenty of fish. That'd be a real stinky situation. Yeah. But what she did do, though, was instead of putting pictures up of herself on the dating profile... She used pictures of her sister instead because apparently she photographed better. Oh, now that's 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 like a movie that I've watched, an Australian movie. It's called Love's Brother of an Italian brother who sent the photo of his younger brother. So the woman thought that she was in an arranged marriage with the brother. She was wrong. Oh, great. <laughs> that should be a new segment. Bianca wraps up a movie plot in 20 seconds. That was impressive. Thank you. Anyway, so what's happened is this lady has been on dating apps with pictures of her sister... Her soon-to-be fiancé has swiped right to these images of her sister. The two of them have then hooked up as an item. But, yeah, is that a little bit weird? Like, using your sister to sort of get you men. And then also, is there now a weird dynamic between the guy and the sister? Because essentially, he swiped for her and not his fiancé. So, hang on. He's still pursuing a relationship with this woman, even though she's put her sister's photos instead of her. Yeah. So, was the sister that put her sister's photos prettier or maybe well, not she, as pretty? In her words, her sister photographed better than she did. So, she they look similar. So, you can tell they're related, but the photos weren't of her. So, then this guy's come along, swiped right to this girl, thinking that he she was a sister. But it turns out it was actually her. And now they're engaged. Right. Catfishing is no joke, you guys. We do not recommend you do it. But this is probably one of the one purposes where it actually works out. In a weird way, I still think in the back of my... Like, if I was that sister, it would be in the back of my mind that he chose her. Yeah. No, that's unusual. It's very unusual. It's also very complicated. But it's a good outcome. It is a very good outcome. Very, very good outcome. Because imagine that, right? Yeah. To be fair, I think a lot of people on these dating sites tend to put photo the best photos of themselves, though, because they really want to attract yeah. a significant other. And then sometimes you meet them and they're like, mm, you don't match up your photo. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, not the same. No, it's a very interesting tale, that one. And I almost feel like it's a perfect plot if like Mary-Kate and Ashley wanted to come back and do a movie. Like, yeah. as an adult? Yeah, but we all know it's about personality. It's not about looks. Absolutely. Looks are not everything in life. Yeah. But yeah, it just had me thinking, have you been catfished? Have you been in that situation? I know someone who did, and it was one of those awful scams where she lost a lot of money because of this person. So, you know what I mean? You just got to be really careful online, guys. But if it's going to work out like that, good for you, but don't do it. Do you know what? I just thought of something. I reckon a good catfish name could be Robin. 
We're going to a song. <laughs> that could be, I reckon, the best name that you could use. Anyway, it's Carl and Catherine with you for your Monday morning here on 88.3. Bianca, when you text somebody with work-related stuff, when is the right time to do it? Well, I think it depends, but generally wouldn't do it after midnight. Unless, oh, so unless it was an emergency. After midnight? Yeah. Oh, but then again, your workplace is operating 24-7, so that's a little bit different. But if, say, you're working a nine-to-five job, mm. when would be the cutoff to text about work things? Probably five. Yeah. I reckon. See, I say the same thing, but a woman over the weekend thought differently so she's wanting to get her carpets redone at the moment. So she did the normal thing, had a couple of tradies come over. They quoted her, happy days. And so she was thinking about it on Friday night and was thinking, which one should I go with? Which one do I like the most? And she made her selection and thought that she'd text the tradie, let him know that they're happy to go with that. Just wanted to get that final quote. Yeah. She did that at 12.15 in the morning. Mm, probs not. Not the best thing. Wouldn't have thought so. Now, what's happened is this tradie has texted back pretty much immediately and said, great, whatever your name is, happy to hear it, but it's 12.15 in the morning. And she has put the screenshot up online saying, this is the worst customer service I've ever dealt with in my entire life. How dare he? Well, they obviously haven't been into your shoe store. Harsh, but fair. But what's happened is everybody's looking at this situation in a completely like crazy way because some people are saying, yeah, that was really rude. He should have just backed off. Others are saying it's a text message. You don't necessarily have to reply right away. Exactly. That would have been my point. But the other thing is maybe respect a man's weekend and just text on Monday. That's where I would probably be in that situation or send an email. That's different. However, it is the weekend and... A lot of people are up past midnight. I'm not saying it's okay, and I'm not saying I would do it. However, it could have been a, oh, yeah, he's probably up kind of intention. Yeah, but you don't do work things at that time. You know what I mean? Like, he's clocked off. He's out. He's doing his thing. He doesn't want to talk about work. True. He doesn't want to talk about carpet when he talks about carpet five days a week. You know? Yeah, he wants to know what the boys are getting up to. Yeah, exactly. What are you up to, fellas? Where are we going? Where are we off to? You know what it isn't? Carpet. Next minute gets a text message. Carpet. Maybe the fellas are getting together to talk about carpet. Maybe that's their common interest. You don't know. I don't know. That's exactly it. But the thing is, though, what is the right time? I would say between nine and five. Any other time, leave it till the next day. Yeah, you're probably not wrong. But I just thought I'd open it up to Bayside, 0404000736. When is the wrong time to text somebody? Surely there's somebody out there, you have your own business, you're a plumber, you're a sparky, whatever you are, you're listening on your way into work. Maybe, you know, you've had one of those messages across the weekend yeah. and you want to share it with us. We'd love to hear from you. Love it. Text us in 0404000736. See, now's the right time to text. Exactly, because, or oh, maybe it's a bit early. Between 7 and 9 when we're here, that is the time to text. See, this is like talking about when's a good time to turn off your loud music as a neighbour. Oh, not this again. Yeah, I've been triggered once again this weekend. Maybe you should ask them about carpet. That'll stop them. No, I think I might just blur some music over the side of my house. And what a song to blurt out, Bianco. Yeah, I'm just going to blurt this at 11 o'clock at night over the fence. 
Dolly's 9 to 5. Carl and Kazan with you for your Monday morning here on 88.3. That it is. Hey, look, a good note as well about Dolly Parton. She did one of the most generous things I reckon the world's ever seen. Yeah. Donated a million dollars to one of the main people that are researching for a vaccine for this dreaded thing we're living through at the moment. Have you seen the um, internet memes about that? Everyone's thanking Dolly for finishing off Corona. They're like, yep, no matter what happens now, Dolly did it. Thank you, Dolly. I'm impressed. Like, I know that there are people out there that have money that are very generous with it because they have a lot of it. Yeah. And a lot of people benefit from it and are grateful for it. But this sort of went under the radar. And then all of a sudden, now that they're making these developments, it's like, well, hang on a minute. I put some money towards it and I'm, I'm proud to do it. So good on Dolly. We love Dolly. Happy with that. You know what I wasn't so happy about? What's that? A movie that I was forced to watch with my parents on Saturday night. This is a perfect segue. Yeah, go on. So, you know, looking at the streaming sites, all of a sudden, Dad's come across one. He's like, oh, 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 yeah, this is a really, really kind of movie, and I feel like we should watch it. Yeah. You know what the theme of the song, of, of the movie was? What? The, the theme song? She wore blue Can I just say, for the record, don't watch it unless you're over the age of 18. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I've been asking for it, but this is the second movie this year I've watched which has made me feel really uncomfortable yeah. with my parents. <laughs> Unintentionally this time. This was a suggestion from my dad. Oh, come on, Stephen. I don't know why he decided to go with this, but he's like, oh, yeah, this is the movie that's got Dennis Hopper in it, and we're going to watch it because oh, no. I, I think I think we should watch it. And then I don't know how, but we managed to get through 50 minutes of it, and then we called it Kaput. Like, <laughs> Kaput. No. No. Not watching anymore. Oh, isn't that the worst, though, once you've started a movie and you're like, I really should know the ending of this, but I just cannot commit to it. It is so bad. There were so many things in that film. I just, I didn't know where to start. I didn't know what I was looking out yep. for. I couldn't follow the plot. And then all of a sudden it got to a situation which I, I had no idea it was coming. And I was like, nope, we're ending this right now. <laughs> and just when I thought it couldn't get any worse, you know what he went from? What? He went from Blue Velvet to American Gigolo. Oh. Mm. You know what the number one song... Oh. Oh. The number one song in that film is that song, but that's not a great version of it. That's all right. (laughs) That led me down. Well, while you figure out you take your shoes, I can tell you... What was the movie you watched with your folks? Well, I have seen in my time some, but there was one that sticks out, and that is... I it would have to be at least five years... Whenever movies would be brought up in my household, my dad, Larry, would say, well, you should see a movie that I watched in my youth, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's called Evil Roy Slade, and it's a Western, and it's about this really dodgy cowboy, and it's a great time. And I think it must have been for Christmas a couple of years ago, because we were so sick of Larry bringing this up. We were like, you know what? We'll get him the DVD, which was a hard get, considering how old the film is. We'll watch it. That'll be the end of it. We never have to hear about this off cowboy again. And it was the worst two hours of my entire life. Like, I've actually emotionally blocked it out. The movie was so bad. It reminds me of the time my grandma was told about this great movie and was told you need to purchase it and show your grandchildren this. Oh, no. So, as a collective, the grandkids got together at my grandma's place. Yeah. And she was like, we have to watch this. 
You know what the movie was called? What? It was called The Dark Crystal. <laughs> so it sounds like a kid's movie. Well, it's definitely suitable for children. But much like Blue Velvet, I'm unaware of what the plot is. It starts somewhere. It's the Dark goes, Crystal. Goes in another direction and ends up in another direction. I love it. Well, last night I watched, um, back on the topic of Dolly Parton, her new Christmas movie, Christmas on the Square. Yes. Um, it's a time. Highly recommend. If anyone has watched it, please get in contact. I need someone to talk to you about it. It was just a lot. Anyway, unfortunately, I can't find a version of the song I was hoping to play, which was Blondie's Call On Me, or Call Me, Call Me, Call Me. <laughs> call us, guys, call us. We're going to a song. It's time for this. Monday Motivate Time. Oh, Yeah. What are you hitting me with, Kapow? So this is the point in the show, obviously, Bianco, before we dive right in. I just wanted to dive in. I didn't want to explain it. Yeah, because it's exciting. We get you up and about. We're motivated. This week, I've decided to go with probably the wisest person to exist. The in Dalai this Lama? World. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. That was weird. I read your mind. What am I thinking now? You'll have one of everything. Wow, you're good. Thank you. Anyway... With that very brief introduction, let's get straight into it. Hit me. Compassion is the radicalism of our time. Yeah, look, not real inspiring for my liking. Oh, we're just getting started. Don't downgrade your dream just to fit your reality. Upgrade your conviction to match your destiny. Oh, I like. Destiny. Destiny. Child, the world doesn't belong to leaders. The world belongs to all humanity. You attract what you are, not what you want. If you want great, then be great. Don't let the behaviour of others destroy your inner peace. Stop being afraid of what could go wrong and think of what could go right. I like it. I reckon we do one more each, eh? Sounds good. Happiness is not something ready-made. It comes from your own actions. I think this is a good one to end on. Let's do it. You got one more? No, that's it. That's why I said that's a wrap. No pressure, Carl. Don't be afraid to give up the good and go for the great. Oof. See, I think that might be my chosen quote for the week. Really? Yep. I'm so glad that you embrace what I contribute. Yeah, that being said, though, you've both been cut. Well, that's rather disappointing. <laughs> I'm joking. Thank you, though. That was Monday Motivate. Hopefully now that inspires you for the week. 100%. That's what we're all about. Yeah. We're bringing it back for breakfast on your Monday. Take that's back for good. Carl and Catherine with you for your Monday morning here on 88.3 Southern FM. We're bringing it back on a Monday for breakfast. We're just playing... Music from before 2000. Oh, yeah. Big time. Hey, you can text us in anytime. 0404 And we've had another text in. I think it's from Dane again. Yep. And he said, I've got a motivational quote for you all. Life is like a sewer. You get out of it what you put into it. Ooh. That smells. Bit graphic for Monday morning, Jane, but thank you all the same. Thanks, Dane. Hey, look, I did hint at the fact that I was going to reveal to you one of the greatest TV shows I've ever watched. This concerns me 
so much. I don't know why you're so concerned because I always deliver when it comes to these things. Look, I mean, in the past, you haven't. Let's just be completely transparent there. I've put a lot of work into this, okay, to just really paint the picture for you for this television show. Now, it's not a foreign television show with subtitles. It's just a live description of what you can expect from the show. Go on then. So, let me just introduce you to the program. In the heart of the French countryside, a magnificent chateau stood uncared for and abandoned. Then five years ago, everything changed. So that's the first spoiler. No, I know what it is already. That's the first spoiler for you. We we know a bit of the premise, what's going to happen, a vacant chateau in France, but we don't know who's going to go into this vacant chateau. Shall I introduce you to the two people that are... I hope it's you. Engineer Dick Strawbridge and his wife, designer Angel. Dick and Angel, they have entered the chateau. And things can only get better for Dick and Angel. Let's uh, let's hear a little bit about Angel. The story of the chateau is so important to Angel. Mm. Dick and Angel Strawbridge named this room after the incredible view. I bet they did. And do you have any more to add about your beloved husband, Dick Angel? My husband did all the hard work. I think that sums it up, really, doesn't it? Oh, that was nice of you. But we haven't met Dick, Kapow, and Dick's a nice fellow. Down in the kitchen, Dick is about to launch himself into unknown territory. Can we just hear that again? What, what's Dick doing? I have never made a bush de Noël. Uh, I'm glad you clarified that, Dick. But he gets busy in other places too. They actually decided to buy a caravan and, you know, do it up. And this is what happened. As Dick still wants to fit everything... Sorry, what does he want to do? As Dick still wants to fit everything... He's using its new lino floor as a size guide. When you look at that, it doesn't look very big. (laughs) One of the greatest shows of all time. And you know what makes that show for me? The narrator. Certainly isn't Dick. Do you want to tell everybody what the show is? It's actually called Escape to the Chateau. And it's possibly one of the greatest television series of all time. No, it's not. Um... (laughs) I have seen, my dad is very into all that sort of stuff, and every escape show known to man, we wear across, and that's one of them. What was that quote you said in Motivate before about leaving the good and going for the great, Bianco? I don't know. You just summed it up perfectly, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm about to leave. No. Okay, see you later, then. A lot of people, particularly now that the weather's getting warmer, are struggling to fall asleep. And I think last night is the perfect example. We're awake all night from the rain and the wind and the lightning and the thunder. Do you know what? I want more of it because it shuts up my (laughs) neighbours. Good God. Bring back some more of this great weather we've had in the last 24 hours. But if they're listening, good morning to you. Thankfully, it's a La Nina pattern, so we're going to see more of this weather. If I had a dollop every time you bring up La Nina. Anyway, I found a new trick. So a lot of people use meditation or meditation meditation or medication is what I was trying to say there. Great. Try and say that five times fast. I think you need some. (laughs) Harsh, but fair. Um, Anyway, so a lingerie company, Bianco, has come up with a new product that's allegedly meant to help you fall asleep. I'm beginning to worry about you. This is an article that literally is on the internet at the moment. I've done my research. I seriously am. Is there something you need to tell us off air? No, I'm good. I'm good. But this is what's amazing, right? So this company... Is it amazing? has formulated fragrances. Well, that's never a good combination. That apparently, according to science, if you're sleeping next to someone who's really, really attractive, it helps you fall asleep. Well, that's not anywhere in your future. (laughs) Harsh. Anyway, so this company 
has come out with fragrances of who they think are some of the sexiest people in the world and what you do with this fragrance. So they've gone, who do we think? And so the list at the moment is Zac Efron, obviously. I know who would be in that list. Who? One of the 14 people of of George Clooney's friends list that just got a million dollars. All of a sudden, they're yeah. one of the best looking people in the world. Anyway, so it is... Abs- sorry, Zac Efron, Margot Robbie, our very own Margot Robbie's on the list. I thought you said Marco. You just need to slow it down a little bit. Marco Mar- Robbie. Margot. That's her brother. Um, Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt. So, you just pick your favourite celebrity. When is the next gen going to come through? I'm sick of hearing all these same names. Can we talk about the fragrances, please? Go on. Anyway, so what you have to do is you pick your fave celeb. They've formulated a fragrance that smells like these celebrities, apparently. You spray it on your pillow and you fall asleep instantly. I don't believe it. I'm getting it for you for Christmas. No, thank you. So it had me thinking, though, if you were a fragrance, what would you smell like? Myself. Which would smell like? Well... Depends on what I decide to wear on the day, I suppose. No, but it's your natural scent. You can't be like, oh, so Carl Bianco, he wears such and such fragrance, so we're just going to make such and such fragrance. I don't know. That's a weird thing to even bring up. But it all comes down to like what soaps you use, what like... What you... do you smell like? Oh, just sunshine. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we could really use some more of that, actually. It's been underwhelming today. But I just want to know, how do people come up with this stuff? And, like, also, did, like, Jennifer Aniston and everybody have to sign off and be like, yep, no stress, make a fragrance that apparently smells like me? What if you don't like it? How offensive? Yeah, it would be very offensive. I'd love to see Matthew McConaughey's. <laughs> the, your pillow all, all of a sudden in the middle of the night be like, all right, all right, all right. Thanks for stealing my joke. <laughs> the text line's going off this morning, it's fair Can to say. Can I just say... Personally, there's one person in particular whose number continues to pop up. If you want to come co-host, by all means, because I was asking you just before, Bianco, if you were a fragrance, what would you be? And you gave me donuts. Luckily, we've got a listener who actually has made one for you. What, do you want to read it out? Yeah. Apparently, ODKB is a musky cinnamon-scented fragrance with a hint of citrus. And a dash of durian fruit, which I've never heard of before. Fancy. Is durian fruit a thing? Yeah. It's one of those bougie fruits. It's like leeches. Is it leechy? Lychee? Lychee? I don't know. It's not leeches, I can tell you. It's definitely not leeches. Leeches are the things that crawl on the ground. They're a parasite, which is still on brand for you. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> anyway, so thank you. Keep those texts coming in 0404 736. I am hurt. <laughs> I'm disappointed. But, you know, it's something that I would not expect from you, quite frankly. I was going to say... Wouldn't expect anything less. Hey, I didn't win the um, most consistent dancer in 2008 for nothing. Thank you. Did you win that, did you? Yeah, I and I wasn't good, so that's what's hilarious about it. I heard it's gone to a protest and it's going to be oh, we've just taken got, off you. We've just gotten confirmation it's the smelliest fruit on the planet. Right, known for its pungent odour. <laughs> yes. Great. I'm really glad that in times of need, when I need somebody to support me, that they're just... They're in my corner. Hanging it all on me. Just supporting you. That's great. Yeah. That's brilliant. I love my fans. Hey, there's a lot of support for somebody over the in the United States. Mm. His name is Mr. Joe Biden. Yes. And he's the president-elect. He is the president-elect. I don't know if you saw on social media across the weekend, it was President Biden's birthday, incoming President Biden. It was. And there was a little Twitter conversation that I saw between a former president to the new president-elect, President Clinton. 
who was the 42nd president in the United States, did a subtle little tweet saying, from the 42nd to the 46th, have a great birthday. I like that. I love that kind of social media banter. Yeah, what a great group when you think about it. Like, that is elite squad right there. I reckon. You know, you know when you're referring to each other as in numbers that you've made it? Pretty much. There was that, and then there was a local tweet that went out from Premier Andrews just saying, you know, when you go to a set hardware store, you need to make sure you go by this. <laughs> then all of a sudden, the chief health officer decided to chime in and everybody decided to chime in. Whoever is, like, operating those social media pages, well done to you. You reckon? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Premier, of course. Sutton, I think he just marches to the beat of his own drum. I feel like they're going over the top. I, know, I love it. I know they have to relate to us. But I think they're trying a bit too hard sometimes. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't uh, know. I think it's good. And the thing is too, like now that we're sort of like in a more chilled space, we can kind of make jokes now. Can so why we, not? Can we? Yeah. Still living through a pandemic. We are. We still need to take it very seriously, guys. But. Very, very seriously. I still like some banter on the Twitter. I'm glad you like it. Although I never really see you on social media, so. No. I'm just lurking. You're a closet social media person. Yeah, I don't really use it. I will message people, but I don't post myself, no. For those wondering why I referred to it as a closet social media person, I did come out about the fact that I'm a closet comforter and that I keep something in my pockets at all times just to make me feel a little bit more at ease Yeah. in certain circumstances. And it's soft tissues. It's been a great morning. Aside from the fact it's a little rainy outside, but no, that's but, okay. Yeah, it's all easing down, guys. It's going to be a good week. You got to put out the energy to attract the good energy. You know what I mean? Sort of. <laughs> I think. You know what wasn't good energy? You at seven a.m. Yes, and probably at eight forty-one as well. But anyway, um, so I was driving home after our show on Friday, and I saw quite the peculiar thing, Bianco. Oh, I like that word, peculiar. Peculiar. It raised my eyebrows. Words that start with P. They just seem to really capture people's attention. It's a bit like plethora. Good. Anyway, so I'm sitting at the lights on Beach Road because obviously I decided to go the scenic way because it was a beautiful day on Friday. Of course, I wanted to drive along the, the shore. Sure. But obviously along the road, not on the shore. That would be illegal. Sure, sure. Which leads me to my point. So I'm sitting at this red light and all of a sudden I'm sitting in the outside lane, two lanes, obviously Beach Road, and I'm just like minding my own business, sort of just waiting because those lights take a little while. And then I saw it being going. A guy in the left-hand lane who was past the in- intersection. There's a couple of shops along where we were, well, yep. near Mentone. And anyway, this guy has decided that there was a prime park back on the other side of the lights. He puts his car in reverse. I kid you not, he reversed 50 metres, threw the red light backwards, did a parallel park and parked up against the road. What? And it disrupted the whole traffic? Yeah, but we were all sitting in a red light and he's just decided instead of, you know how it's, it's obviously illegal to go through a red light, Yeah, he's done it backwards because he's gone through the intersection, reversed backwards all the way through it and parked on the side of the road. And I was sitting there and I was like, does that count as being illegal if you go through a red light backwards? And obviously it is. But it was just one of those moments where I sat there and was like, I've never considered this in my life before. I've never thought that this would be a situation. He had no idea. He nearly ran over pedestrians as well, by the way, 
who were just like crossing the road doing the right thing. But yeah, I've never seen anything like it in my life. And I've never seen someone like he did the wrong thing, but I've never seen anyone drive as straight as that. Like that's a skill. That's pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, 50 meters too. 50 meters. Did you get a measuring tape out? It was a roundabout. It was a, a KP estimate. No, no. Roundabout something you go around in, in traffic. It's not when you go back. Thank you, Al Plater. Appreciate it. Well, anyway. See, when you open your mouth and started talking about traffic, I'm not going to lie, I zoned out because I don't really pay any attention Yeah, but it, really. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And then it just like, I was reflecting and thought, how many rules are there that if, say, an officer were to see it, would they still say that's illegal? Like, would they have to actually stop and think about that for a second? The fact that you were thinking about it, I'm concerned. <laughs> because you do have a tendency to occasionally break the law. Hey, you don't and say that. we'd hate to see you do it again. Eyes on the road, Rhonda. Fives, keep on moving. It's Carl and Catherine with you, bringing it back on a Monday for breakfast. We're bringing back every song possible that we can fit in two hours before 2000. Yeah, before nothing, 2000. Nothing after 2000 nah. today. Unacceptable. Like, I mean, it's great stuff, but not today. Not today. It's a one-off. That was our big secret. We plugged it on our socials, and I'm glad we've delivered. Can I just say my head photoshopped onto Britney Spears is an image I'll never get out of my head? I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> you know what I don't like? What? When I accidentally messaged somebody from my past, I didn't intend Ooh. on doing that. Look, it's a thing that happens, and somebody that's fallen victim of that lately is Perry from Little Mix. Okay. We jump, but yeah. Well, there was an article that I read because I love uh, reading and writing stories occasionally. Don't tell me she messaged Zane. <laughs> I, I don't know, but apparently it was one of her ex-partner's fathers she was messaging and didn't realise. Yeah, okay. But she's not the only one. It happens a fair bit. Yep. I tend to get rid of a lot of those people on social media. Yep. However, there's a particular media platform that you can use that's like a professional portfolio oh, one. Oh, no. Anyway, no, I didn't message anybody here. Don't be concerned about this. However, I got triggered the other day because it lit up and it said, it's such and such's birthday. Do you want to wish them a happy birthday? Yeah. And I looked and I'm like, oh, I forgot that I had this person on this platform. Um, I didn't think to actually send them a message. It just triggered me to get rid of them. Yeah, good call. Because that's happened to me a lot on my birthday. Yeah. It's people seem to realise it's my birthday and unfriend me or get rid <laughs> of me. Defriend me, unfollow me, don't wish me happy birthday. Well, that's good for the self-esteem. Oh, just really great. And this individual that I got reminded it was their birthday the other day did the same thing. They got rid Why of me Why are people like birthday. that? I don't know, but it's just uncalled for and it's mean. Yeah, see, I feel like there's two types of people in this world. There's the people who do that. They see it's someone's birthday, delete. Or no matter how long time has been or how little you actually know someone, you will message them on their birthday every single year. It's just so cruel though, you know? And then as I have said before, those people that don't respond to the birthday message yeah. you wish them, I get disappointed by that too. Yeah. Very, very disappointing. But I suppose if they're from your past, they should stay in your past and you shouldn't expect them to wish you a happy birthday. See, that's why you should just do what I do and just stay off social media. You never have to deal with any of that. I can see why now. It's good. See, I just sort of float in. I'm just so zen. Try it. You'll love it. Because I've never noticed anyone delete me on my birthday. But then again, I couldn't tell you how many people follow me or whatever. Okay, zen. (laughs) 
wonderful song, Freddie Mercury. Love that, don't you? Queens yeah. Don't Stop Now. It's brilliant. Great stuff. Good work, Producer Jack. He picked that. Hey, we've brought it back today for breakfast. It's been a bit of fun. It has been. It's been something different, but I've enjoyed it thoroughly. We love being different. He's an ideas man, Bianco. It's Carl and Catherine with you, wrapping up what's been another massive show. As always, thanks to everybody that's texted in this morning. It's been pretty active. All called. On the socials. All yeah. Called. Yeah. Coming up after 9am is a newsman and his music, of course. A Southern FM exclusive is coming up. The first radio interview with the new mayor of the city of Kingston, Councillor Steve Stakos. That'll be interesting. Plus, all the regulars with Colin Tyrus, the newsman, after the 9 o'clock news. Sounds pretty good to me. What have you learnt today? Oh, I've learned a lot of things. I've learned that um, your fragrance has actually been made and it's in the works, thanks to Jane. I've learned that you have a particular obsession with celebrities even more so than ever, so much so that you want to pay attention to lingerie that they're creating or anything, really. <laughs> no, fragrances, fragrances. Same, same. Remember the origin. I've learned, well, I've been just reminded, actually, I didn't learn this, that your TV taste is as questionable as always. Thank you, and that's about all I've learned today. Have a great week, everyone. Have a great week. We'll see you on Friday from 4. Look forward to it. Yeah. It's going to be a good week, guys. I can feel it. And I can tell you for a fact the weather will get better after today. It will. But enjoy the rain because it's quite refreshing, actually. You walking home? I wish. (laughs) Not in this weather, I won't be. See you, guys. Have a great week and, yeah, we'll see you on Friday. Take care. Bye. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.